Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. It's actually been a decently quiet week in professional wrestling. Yeah, um... The only big thing I can think of is off the top to say is uh, rest in peace to Lanny Poffo. Yeah. Leaping Lanny, the genius, the brother of Randy Savage. Yep. Uh, he passed away earlier this week, I believe yeah. it, like 65, 69, 60 something, yeah. somewhere in there, 68 maybe. I mean, he was um, never a a huge star in the WWE or anything like that, but he was around. He And, and most wrestlers our age know of him. At least. Yeah. So. Yeah, they know of him, and he definitely lived in the shadow of his brother. Oh, for sure. Um, which, when your brother is Randy freaking Savage. Right. I, I don't see how you don't, you know. Exactly, so. he's, But uh, he will be missed for, yeah. for what he brought to professional wrestling and the different characters and the insight that he had. Yeah, another one of the, another one of the 80s, uh, late 70s, early 80s guys gone. Yeah. Um, so, this week we are drinking Tin Cup American Whiskey. This is their 10-year uh, version of it. We've had the regular Tin Cup on here once or twice beforehand. Uh, but, uh, let's see. The Tin Cup American, uh, of course, it's made in American oak barrels. Looking to see... It's 84 proof, so 42% alcohol by volume. I had to find it on the bottle. Uh, Of course, tin cup always comes with a cool little tin shot glass that you can can drink your whiskey with. Gotta love it. It smells delicious. We were were smelling it earlier. Yeah, so let's let's take a a taste of this, huh? Give it a shot. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah, that's real good. That's very smooth. Like, it definitely has burn at the end. Yeah. But as far as the flavor profile, it's smooth. It's It's got a mm. real good profile. Um, very oaky. Very, yeah. very, that, that smoky char that you love yeah. to get in a good bourbon. Yeah. Um, not, not, it's not the same smoke that you're getting from like an Isla. No, 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 no. But no. it is a very nice, um, well, the smokiness smoke, to it. The smoke you get from an Isla is like licking a campfire. <laughs> this is like smelling leaves yeah. burning. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got a, that's it's, really good. Yeah. I'm a fan. Good like, job. I, I like I like the the normal tin cup, but it's not the one that I reach for the most. Yeah, good job. But that, that one is going to be added. Yeah, after the abomination that was last <laughs> week, right? Uh. You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> Look, I just go buy whiskey. Okay, I don't always <laughs> expect it to be good. In fact, more times than not, I don't expect it to be good. No wonder if this twenty dollar whiskey is going to be any good. <laughs> Next week on Whiskey and Wrestling, Johnny Walker Red. <laughs> right. We still haven't done Johnny Walker Red. 
No, we haven't. <laughs> I think we, we've done black, right? We, we've done black, and we've done a couple of their other stuff, the White Walkers, yeah. the you know, the, the special Fire edition Knife stuff. One. The uh, we did their High Rye, yeah, a while back, which is really good. So I don't know. Maybe I'll spend twenty bucks next week and pick up some Johnny Walker Red. <laughs> I think. Uh, so. I think maybe uh, one day. We should do, we should, you know, get rich mm-hmm. and and do blue. It, that might be coming sooner than you think. And that's uh-huh. all I'm going to say at that right now. Interesting. But that okay. might be coming sooner than you think. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's dive into what happened this week. Because now that we're on the road to WrestleMania, and I know you're not watching uh, wrestling right now. You're not watching WWE right now. I'm not watching but, Raw and SmackDown. I did. Yeah. I did watch the Rumble because I mean it is the Rumble, right? Yeah. So, so let's let's dive into what f- happened following the Rumble on Monday Night Raw. You got some fallout. So, <laughs> we have uh, Seth Rollins defeating Chad Gable uh, to qualify for the Elimination Chamber. So we've started to build towards Elimination Chamber. Okay. And what's the chamber going to be for this year? Because usually they do the chamber as a. Okay, so this person won the Rumble, and they're going to challenge for this belt. The chamber match is going to be to challenge for the other belt. You know, I don't even remember. So I wonder what they're doing here. I I'm, I know that they talked about it, but I don't I don't I don't remember. Interesting. I wonder if so, they're going to do it for like like the IC title or the US, the US title. title or something like that. Yeah. Um, we get Rhea Ripley coming out, and uh, she is challenging Charlotte Flair. Told you. Yeah, you did. And I, I didn't say. think it made sense because she's with Judgment Day. Yep. But they're rolling which, with Charlotte. Which you convinced me mm-hmm. that night when we were talking about the Rumble. I said, she's going to challenge Charlotte because they got business. And you said, well, no, nah, I mean, look, man, she's on Raw. She's got to challenge Bianca. They're not going to split up the Judgment Day. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm eating crow here. I, I definitely am. <laughs> I did not think that she was going to go for Charlotte. I didn't, I, you know, once you said that, I honestly didn't either because... Do they split her out of Judgment Day? Is Judgment Day about to be at its end? Does she lose to Charlotte? Yeah. And then that w- that's how the, yeah. the, the thing plays now, out. The women's chamber is for the number one contendership for Bianca's title. Yeah. So they could just pull a switch. Mm, I guess they could. Have a SmackDown star beat Bianca. Yeah. Or win the, t- win the chamber. Yeah, win, win the chamber and beat Bianca at Mania, and I, I'm not, I'm just yeah. spitballing here. So, but and then just pull a switch like they did with Becky Charlotte a few years ago, where they traded the titles. Maybe, you know, who knows? We'll see what happens. We have uh, Johnny Gargano beating Baron Corbin. Uh, my God, this part of the show. So of course Baron Corbin comes out with JBL. So Johnny comes out. Johnny comes out with Dexter Loomis, his son-in-law, and <coughs> throughout most of the match, you, the the guys on the outside don't get super involved too much, and then JBL tries to get involved, and Loomis pulls a freaking hatchet <laughs> out from under his shirt, and of course JBL's backing away, backing away, and Dexter buries the hatchet through JBL's hat onto the announce desk. Wow. 
it was the most amazing thing, especially giving Dexter Loomis's character. Nice. I loved every second of it. Uh, we have uh, MVP uh, hosting Austin Theory in the VIP lounge. Uh, Lashley makes an appearance and attacks Theory, so we have that. We have Rick Boogs defeating The Miz via pinfall. Yeah, which, I mean... Unless I'm wrong, that's Boogs' return. Yeah? That is his return. Yep. He is back uh, from from his injury. So it's always good to see Rick Boogs come out and do his thing. We have Becky Lynch um, challenging Bailey to a steel cage match for next Monday night. Becky's like, no, I'm not wasting any more time with you. So or I'm sorry, Bailey's saying, no, I'm not going to waste any more time with you. Becky just drags out Dakota Kai. Uh, and threatens to basically destroy her. And so Bailey agrees to the match. Becky then tells Bailey to go check on, on EO. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we have Asuka, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, uh, and Liv Morgan announced as entrance in the Women's Elimination Chamber match with two more women set to qualify in the coming weeks. Like I said, they're going to face Bianca at Mania for... That was the last four... Yeah, yeah, they give the last yeah. four automatic entries, and then everybody else is going to have to wrestle to get in. Then we get Bronson Reed defeating Dolph Ziggler via pinfall to qualify for the chamber. Okay. So, that was Monday night. Or, no, that was not. Let me go back. Uh, Cody Rhodes comes out and, of course, announces that he's going after Roman Reigns. Surprise, Obviously. surprise. <laughs> uh, and then he has words with Finn Balor. Uh. Finn saying that Cody's copied everything about him. They end up setting up a match, and we get the match. Edge kind of comes out at one point because Judgment Day is doing their thing. Edge comes out and starts fighting. Rhea comes out to start beating up on Edge, and Beth Phoenix comes out and starts laying out into uh, Rhea. So I imagine at Elimination Chamber, we're going to get Finn and Rhea versus Edge and Beth seems reasonable, and we got a we got a a, a Twitter post from Edge on that one where he yeah. got caught. Yeah, he did there, get caught. Uh, there's a picture from like the the rampway where he's got his hand on Beth's butt, and uh, somebody posted the picture and just said uh, Edge is a man of class, <laughs> and his response was, "I mean, you caught me. What can I say though?" With the peach emoji yeah. at the end, and guys. They're married. They're married. So like, I this mean, is not yeah. not a kayfabe marriage. <laughs> right. no. they're, they're actually married with children. kids. Yeah. And it's very obvious when you see them that they do love each other. Yes. So, so, it's okay. More power to them. <laughs> it's cute to see that they're married and have kids and still do those things. Yeah. Um, We had Dynamite then, of course, on Wednesday night, which kicked off with Hangman versus John Moxley in a no-holds-barred I believe no, no. This was just a regular match. The no holds barred match was later. Um, Moxley wins, so I think that puts him up two one in the feud. Um, yeah, you're looking at me funny. I missed the beginning of it, and Moxley's back. Yeah, yeah. Moxley, okay. the the concussion for Moxley was just kayfabe. Oh, I know that. Um, I just like I said, I missed the beginning of the show, and I didn't yeah. realize that Moxley was back. Yeah, Moxley so. was in there. They wrestled. Uh, it ended with Hangman throwing a lot of fingers because they kind of wanted to keep going. 
Claudio and Yuta came down and kind of stopped them from fighting, that kind of stuff. Um, the acclaimed squashed local talent A that didn't even get names. <laughs> then the Ass One of Boys, them didn't even get in the match. Yeah, one of them didn't even get in the ring. Then the Ass Boys came out. Uh, they challenged for the titles. Acclaimed said no. They started yaya back and forth at each other. Billy Gunn said, enough, I've had it. I'm leaving. He starts walking up the ramp. And uh, one of the ass boys says, uh, you know, just keep going. Walk out on us again like you did our entire life. And Billy kind of stopped. Uh, but he kept walking. And then he made a, a comment about uh, alcohol and drug use. And Billy turned around, walks back down to the ring, grabbed the mic, and says, you want a match? You're on next week. And threw the mic down and walked away. With the acclaim standing there going like, what did we just get into? Yeah. He didn't agree to a match. He agreed that they would have a title shot yeah. next week at the against yeah. the acclaimed. Um, We then had uh, Takeshita versus Brian Cage. Takeshita wins. Uh, let's see. We had Danielson versus Toothless Timothy Thatcher. Danielson wins. MJF tried to get involved. Then, you know, ran off. Danielson wins. Hooray. Yay. We had a TVS championship, a Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill. Jade wins, goes 50-0. and 0. I honestly, I know I say this each week, it seems like, and it seems, it's a broken record at this point. Either take the belt off of Jade or get her off the television for a while. This match yep. was... Awful. Well, and here's the thing. Because Red Velvet's a decent wrestler. She's decent, but she's not good enough to lead a match. Yeah. And Jade is just barely passable. Yeah. Um, and Jade has beat everybody in the division with the exception of Paige. I'm well, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Soraya. Yeah. I don't. Has she? She's beat everybody in that TBS rank in the mid card the well, quote unquote mid card the only people that she hasn't beat are the top she, yeah. people she hasn't beat Brit, Brit, she hasn't beat Soraya Soraya she beat Tony I think I think, she, I think she beat Tony though I think Tony I think did she a beat thing Tony at one point and so really we're down to Brit yeah. and Soraya because I think she's also beat Hater who's your current women's she's champion beat um there they've booked themselves into just this Utter TBS it's championship utter hell. Garbage yeah. is what it is. And I would rather. Also, this was the only women's match on the show. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> then we had a no holds barred match Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe for the TNT title. Joe wins. Uh, so Darby had the belt for like three weeks, I think. Uh, Joe wins, and then at the end of it, Wardlow's music hits. He comes out. So, Darby was a transitional champ. It looked like to just hold the belt for a few minutes. Darby, Darby was a transition. Back. Darby was a transitional champ from Samoa Joe mm -hmm. to, Samoa to Samoa Joe. Joe. Yeah. So that was dynamite, though. SmackDown. We end up with a uh, tag team. Uh, championship contenders match. Uh, this is the final Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Imperium. Uh, 
So Ricochet and Strowman defeat Imperium. They'll go on next week to face the Usos, maybe, in a uh, in a tag team championship match. We have a women's championship match, Charlotte Flair versus Sonya Deville, where, of course, Charlotte Flair wins convincingly, uh, although Sonya did manage to get quite a bit of offense in. So I will give them that. They're at least letting people get offense in on Charlotte now. We have the Brawling Brutes versus the Viking Raiders. The Raiders get the win as they're walking up. Drew McIntyre's music hits and outwalks McIntyre and uh, uh, Sheamus. And they beat the hell out of the Viking Raiders. So we're going to see those guys go at it for a while now. We have the uh, Elimination Chamber qualifier, Shotzi versus Zelina Vega versus Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. And um, Natalia gets the win there, so she'll be in the match. Then we have Roman Reigns addressing the bloodline. He comes out, says he doesn't want to talk about Sammy. He wants to talk about Cody because Cody deserves his attention. Yada, 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 yada. Sammy comes, attacks him from behind. Lays him out. Roman comes back. Roman gets past a chair from outside. Now, the most of the bloodline's not there. Paul Heyman's the only one who came out with him. Yeah, because this was in Canada, was it not? I don't think so. No, this was in uh, South Carolina. This was in okay. Greenville, South Carolina. But he had told Solo and Jimmy to go find Jay. Because uh, Jay didn't okay, show up. Yeah. Uh, so they come out. Sammy, you know, starts getting beat down by Roman. Roman grabs the chair from Heyman, and Sammy spears Roman. Nice. Um, Roman eventually starts to retreat up the ramp. Sammy says, hey, I never, you were wrong about me. I never wanted anything from you except for now. Now I want something. I'm going to take it. I want your WWE Universal Championship. From behind, Solo and Jimmy, they start laying into Sammy. Roman gets back in the ring, starts laying into Sammy. Sammy's beat down in the corner, and he says that he's going to get his match in Montreal at the Elimination Chamber. Okay, so, so that's the one. Because uh, at that match, Jimmy and Jay won't be there. Nope. Solo uh, will. Solo will. But I'm sure we can find a way to keep Solo away. Maybe Kevin can neutralize yeah. Solo. I don't know. Because Jimmy and Jay won't be there because uh, Canada has very strict laws about DUIs. Well, it's not even just no, DUIs. That's that's what it is. But it's not it's not just DUIs. Canada has very strict laws about felony convictions of any kind. True, true. So yes, in the Usos case, it is DUIs. Mm-hmm. But it's because they've been convicted. Yep. Canada's like, no, no, you can't come in. It doesn't matter what you did. Yep. We we don't want your kind here. Yep, you can't come in. Can't sit here. Seats right. taken. Right. No about it. No way about it. A uh, booted, a buddy. Eh? <laughs> I don't think uh-huh. we have any listeners in Canada. It's okay. I mean, the people <laughs> that I've watched in Canada, the Canada Canadian YouTubers and that kind of stuff, they have a good sense of humor about it. So I'm sorry, a booted. Um, <laughs> so that was Ram- that was SmackDown, yeah. That was SmackDown. So we had Rampage. We had the Elite versus the Firm. So. It was Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy for the trio's titles. The Elite wins. Uh, no choice otherwise, right? 
We had Swerve Strickland versus Brian Pillman Jr. Of course, Strickland wins. Soraya and Tony Storm versus the Renegade Twins. Uh, Storm and Soraya win. The Renegade Twins are dark talent. Okay. Um, then we had Roosh versus Christopher Daniels. Roosh won, and that was Rampage. Good to see Christopher Daniels still getting in the ring and doing his thing. Yep. So, said we'd talk about this in a minute. So, Dynamite, two-hour show. Mm-hmm. We had that one match. It was Jade uh, versus Red Velvet. It got a decent amount of time. Yeah, I think it went almost 10 minutes. Uh, but it was bad. It was a bad match. Mm. It's not doing... I, I have to almost wonder if Tony Khan's point is, y'all want to com- keep bitching about not having women's matches on TV? You want to talk about it? Here, have this. And puts that out there with as bad as it was so that maybe people will be like, yeah, maybe we don't want women's matches. I, I do think that, and, and I know you're wanting to talk about the women's matches and that kind of stuff, but you, you brought this point up. I think we're starting to see some cracks in Tony. Think so? I, I, I do, because it's been talked about for a while that we don't think, and it's not just us. I, I think I've heard other uh, other people you know commentating about this. It doesn't seem like Tony actually enjoys women's wrestling. And that's fine. It, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. But if you are running a nationally televised wrestling organization mm-hmm. and you are the number two and that's where you want to be, and let's face it, you want to be number one, Yep. you have to have women's wrestling. In 2023, you have to have women's wrestling. And it's got to be at least... It doesn't need to be your primary focus necessarily, but it's got to be more than an afterthought. Yeah, it's got to be. And WWE, especially under Triple H, mm -hmm. is crushing the women's division. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you have damage control. You know, if we we go through and we think about the different... You have Becky, who four years ago... Mm-hmm. was the hottest wrestler. Yeah. Not women's wrestler. Wrestler. Yes. On the planet. Mm-hmm. Or at least in the U.S. Yep. Her, when she was the man and doing all that stuff, that was our, there's no argument to it. That was the hottest thing going in U.S. wrestling, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um... WWE, as much as we complain about what they do, yeah, their creative is getting better. It's still not great. But they have treated since past five years at least. Yeah. Maybe a little longer, but around five years. They've treated women's wrestling as wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, almost to the exclusion of they're not even calling it women's wrestling. You know, they've let them have cage matches. They've let them started doing elimination chamber matches. I mean, there was a whole thing a while back and it just kind of sputtered and died because it was too much in my opinion Mm -hmm. where they weren't even going to refer to them as women's champions. They were just going to be the champion and they just happened to be the champion. Yeah. Uh, The distinction makes sense. It's confusing. Yeah. The distinction makes sense. You know, and and it, it, you know, for, for our, our, our women listeners out there. Yeah. I know it gets 
old on the fact that it's the WWE Championship and then there's the WWE Women's Champion, right? But it's like that in almost all sports. Yeah. Right? You have... Could we do better? Basketball. Could we start referring to it the WWE Men's Championship? We could. Absolutely. We could, and perhaps we should. But it falls in that same category. You have but, basketball, and then you have women's basketball. They they rarely call it men's basketball. No. Um, but AEW, it's almost like Tony is being, like there's a group telling him, Tony, you have to put on women's matches. And he's just sitting in the corner going, no, I want to play with my action figures. Yeah. Dude, you have to play with the Barbies from time to time. No! Throw, you know? Throw the Barbies in the mix. So, because that's how it feels. I don't think that's how it is, honestly, but it's how it feels. It definitely is how it feels. And I, I don't think that he hates women's wrestling. I just don't think it's... he's He it, doesn't... He's not interested in it. Yeah. Therefore, it gets no amount of his time. Yeah. Uh, I know Kenny at one point was kind of helping to book it and run the women's division. Um, they need somebody to do something like that, I think. Because, yeah. uh, God, Jade Cargill's bad. <laughs> and and the other part of that is, so she's a heel, right? She's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to not like Jade. And then at the end of the match, she gets out of the ring, steps over to the side, and her daughter is, uh, her. Uh, somebody handed her her daughter. And she puts her daughter on her hip and's walking to the back with the daughter, and she's talking to her and smiling and laughing with her kid. Jade is a cool person. You know, we have no issue with no Jade, issue with Jade as Cargill a at all. Person, you know, her Twitter. She's she's got a she's a nerd. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no issues with her at all as a person. The woman has clearly put in the work on her body to look the way she, she has does. the look. She does not have the skills. There for a minute, she was getting better. And I don't know whether she's plateaued and just is incapable of getting better at this point or if she has started buying into her own bullshit. I know there for a while she was working with uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. I question whether she still is. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about it. And I could definitely see, you know, Brian being like, you know, hey, I need to be spending more time with my kids. Yeah. So, and now that he's moving into a championship, yep, uh, run, and that's does he have the time outside of that? So, right, and that's the thing. Like, I have to think that it that the problem with Jade right now is the problem that befell Goldberg. She's buying her own hype. She's, but the thing she is, is she is not realizing the fact that, yeah, with her look, she could get a job at the WWE, mm-hmm. and she would be with her. But with her ring work, she would be in the scrambles that happen. Yeah, she wouldn't be after a title. No, at she all. She wouldn't be on TV for the first six months. She wouldn't be on TV, not even NXT. She mm-hmm. would be. You're gonna work here. You're yep. gonna you're gonna work out every day. You're gonna train in the ring yep. under. Um, I'm blanking on what her name is, but you know. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, she just isn't. Yeah, she's not improved. And I, the thing with Goldberg is, and you can get to a certain point with Goldberg where yes, he did not improve anymore. Mm-hmm. 
when Goldberg first debuted, he came out, he did his thing, and then he went right back down to the powerhouse. Yeah. And continued to train. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, he came out, he did his thing. Goldberg wasn't on your television for more than five minutes. Yep. Because they booked Goldberg the right way. Yeah. Like, you could book Jade that way. Absolutely. You would have had to start long before now. But you could have had Jade just running through mostly the dark competitors. The people that we know are never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Right? Even a couple of people that are going you, to get You somewhere. could have her run through Ty. You could have her run through Anna, um, Sky Blue, Red Velvet, Kira Hogan. She could run through all of them. But you do not put her in a match versus Tony, Ruby, you know, uh, those the women that level. we know can go. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you don't put, her, put her in those matches. You're going to put her in a match with them later. Yeah. Because you're going to get her to where there's this buzz around Jade Cargill. Jade stays on elevation and dark. Maybe she has a match on rampage. She has, she has ramp match on rampage. Every I don't want couple her on months. dynamite. She has a match on rampage every couple months. And then mm-hmm. maybe once every six months, you see, her show up on dynamite. Well, briefly. you have her, you have her start showing up on dynamite. Like, okay, she's a 50 and O right now. Mm-hmm. If those 50 and O matches were all on dark and elevation. Yeah. Maybe one or two on rampage, but she's never been on dynamite. And then let's say you had that match. You had, uh, you know, and she's improving, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we got to have that. Yeah. She's got to put the work in. Yeah. And you have a match between say Tony storm and Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Right, and we'll say Tony wins because she gets outside interference, or or, or how whoever wins, it doesn't matter which one of them wins. That's not the point. One of them wins, and then Jade's music hits, and out comes this Amazon mm-hmm. who walks down to the ring, throws one arm into the ropes, gives them the big boot, lifts them up, hits the jaded, and then just leaves. And commentary is talking about that's Jade Cargill. She's you know. She's built up quite an impressive win streak on on. She's you can even say she's, she's fifty and fifty and zero. Now, for the record, Jade is the only person where we're still keeping track of all of that. Right. <laughs> so, you could have something like that, you know, and then and then you have her show up on Dynamite every other week or so, and she's beating Ty Mello, Anna Jay, the ones that have started making that are on Dynamite, Penelope Ford. The ones we know, because they've been on there. Yeah. You know, she's beating them now. She's not just beating local competitor A, you know? So she's racking up these wins. At this point, she doesn't have the TBS title. That's the one of the major issues, I think. She doesn't have the title. She's been racking up these wins. You the can t- have the title on Ruby, or you can have the title on one of them. One the of title the is a complete ones. and utter afterthought at this point. Yeah, well, you have the title on somebody like Ruby, or you have it on... Uh, uh, you could put it on Ty, you could put it, it on, on Anna. Yeah. You know, those are the people that should be carrying that title. And then Jade's at like 60-0 and 0 or something, and then she beats one of them. And the way she beats them is Goldberg style. She comes in, she hits like a big boot, she hits a lariat, she hits the Jaded, one, one two, two, three... three. She's your TBS title, and you leave everybody in shock because, holy crap, she just beat the title holder in a minute and a half. Yeah. And then you carry her undefeated streak a little bit longer, get her to like 75 or so wins, 
then she gets beat by whoever you want to build. Mm-hmm. So you want Sky Blue to be a, a mid-level a, champion, a mid-level champ. You want her to yeah. be like a future of your company type. She ends the streak. Our Brit can end the streak. I don't like that because Brit's already super over anyway, but you get my point. Yeah, you put it on somebody who you're trying to build up. Yeah. And maybe you can use it as a redemption arc for Brent, for, for Brit if yeah. you are there. I mean, you can tell but, the story. You know, like, this changes up quite a bit of the storylines that we've had. Yeah. So, Like, you could you tell know. the story of Brit falling from grace here. You know, Hater turns her back on her. Brit goes on a losing streak. Yeah. This is how Brit gets her mojo back, as it were. Um. I just don't like it. I, I I don't like anything about Jade's character and how it's booked. It just smacks of, you want women's wrestling? Here. Yep. Here's women's wrestling. It doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel good. Um. So what else we got? Uh... There's not a lot. This was a very dead week. Um, um, I mean, we did have Cody challenging Roman, obviously. Yeah, Cody challenging Roman, Rhea challenging Charlotte. All of that is there, uh, which means we're we're getting. Sam, I think we're getting Sammy at Sammy Roman at Elimination Chamber. Sammy's not going to win. Yeah, they've already said we're getting Sammy Roman at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um, Sammy isn't going to win. It doesn't make sense for Sammy to win. As much as I wish that we would split the championships, it doesn't appear that we're doing that right now. Yep. Excuse me. Um, so yeah. Let's see. There's there's not a whole lot. We still don't really know whether Jay is will he won't he with the bloodline. Uh he, he tweeted out uh, a tech or he tweeted that just said, I'm out. Yeah. Um, but he was not on TV this week. Yeah. So we're going to see that build and it's going to culminate after, you know, probably after elimination chamber, I want to see him in a match and we'll, we'll end up with at mania. Probably what we'll have is solo and, um, Jimmy versus Jimmy versus Jay and Sammy. Kevin, I think, is on vacation, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. The man deserves it. Yeah. I don't know if he is or not, or they just didn't book him on TV this week because of the beatdown from Roman. Either way, he deserves a little bit of a break. So and he'll like he'll that. build something into for uh, a match at, at Manium that way. Um, so there was NXT did their Vengeance Day. That happened. Um yeah. But I haven't paid any attention Dijak to Jack broke his finger. Yeah. Well, completely separated the second knuckle yeah. of his ring finger. Um, um yeah, Mandy they, Rose is offering a and it's only has a few days left. Yeah. Uh, her, a free week trial free. or free month trial or something on on her fan time page. So if that's Something that you're interested in, I guess, go do that. You're Um, welcome for us telling you. To me, that says that her subscriptions have dropped off dramatically. Uh, I would not shock me if they did. I mean, 
she raised the price to forty dollars mm-hmm. for December. Yeah, hit a million bucks because look at all of the controversy. Oh yeah, and and everybody and wanted to go see what did she we get fired were part for? of it too, right? We didn't go sign up for her her site or anything, but we were right here talking about the you know is there nudity on there? Why did she get fired for it? Yeah, you know. Rumors that she was doing nude stuff, but you had to pay-per-view it, you know, that kind of stuff. So, she got a huge buzz. I imagine a lot mm-hmm. of people signed up, scrolled through. They got all their their micro-bikini pictures that they could possibly want, their lingerie pictures. Didn't see any boobies and deuced out in January. Yeah. So, and, you know, look. More if power to her. If this is right? what Mandy wants to do, then absolutely, Mandy, go make your money, do your thing. I will. I will never knock the hustle. Yeah, you know, do what you got to do. But that is a very short time span, and I don't know that she capitalized on it correctly. She made a million dollars in one month. She made a million dollars in one month, but what is she going to make this this month? Probably not a million dollars. Now, that's not to say that but she's not going to make $150,000 this month. I was month. just about to say, you know, okay, let's assume she only makes $100,000 this month. Yeah, that's a 10% reduction, or a 90% reduction, rather, over what she was making. But she's still in the that's top 3% of earners in the United States. $100,000 yeah. in e- a even month. If, even if... Next month she gets down, and let's just say she settles in at fifty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, she settles in at fifty to sixty somewhere in there. She has been okay. making. She's been doing very well with WWE. I'm not going to mm-hmm. speculate on exactly how much she's been making, right? But I'm sure it's more than fifty thousand dollars. Probably. She made a million dollars last month. Of course, she's going to have to pay taxes on that. So yeah, let's sure. just let's just say she walks out seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in December. You know, sure. If she invests that wisely, mm-hmm. and WWE has reportedly been doing a lot, especially for NXT talent, yep, on investing invest and, all that kind of stuff. and yep. doing all of that because the people that we grew up watching, mm-hmm. they're broke. They're all broke. They're and broken so, and broke. Yeah, and <laughs> and worse. so a bunch of them got the ideas because they're the ones that were coaching down there. Yeah. They're the ones that are friends with Paul Levesque. They're the mm-hmm. ones that are friends with, you know. Well, and the thing is, like, several of those guys, like, I think Shawn Michaels has said it, and there's a couple other ones that have talked about how if they would have had somebody telling them, you don't need another car, yeah. invest this money, they would be in such better off positions now than they are. Yeah. You know, they, they would be able to enjoy that retirement, you know. I want to say Warren Buffett didn't become extremely wealthy more so than than he was. But he didn't become the billionaire the the you know, richest man in the world until he was in his 60s or you know, his 50s or 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. And all of that is because he invested the money he had previously made and the dividends started coming in. When you take the kind of money that these people are able to earn and you invest it Mm -hmm. in 10 years time, 
that money is going to be making you as much money as you're currently earning. And maybe that's a little too much. Maybe I'm, I'm being a little too, you know, but when you can invest that kind of money, yeah, the dividends that you earn on that become insane. This is coming from a guy who works at a bank. So, uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt <laughs> on how he's talking over here. I think Michael's just trying to drum up some business. Notice I've never said who I work for. These are the opinions of Michael Hill, and they're not the opinions of my employer. Right. Um, let's just throw that where's out there. A, where's Jay's censored button? <laughs> Censor. Um, but, you know, like I said, and this, no. is not, this is not coming from me as an employee of a financial institution. But no, no, it's a good, it, it's a good idea. It, it's how people that are able to enjoy their retirement are able to enjoy their retirement. It's how generational wealth is made. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't, it's not like it used to be, right? It's not yeah. like the 20s and 30s where you can own a little mom and pop store and then be able to leave your children millions. Yeah. It, it doesn't work that way anymore. No. Um. You have to be able to be part of that that stockholder class. Mm-hmm. Granted, that's really tough. And look, you know? and, and there are there are a million different ways to get it. You don't have to be out there. Excuse me. You don't have to be out there saying, "Okay, I want all of my stocks." You know, I, I want to yeah. put put ten percent of stocks into Walmart and ten percent of stocks into uh, Target, or you know, right. no, you just go out and you buy an investment, a mutual fund. Yeah, and you put the money into the mutual fund. Maybe you take, uh, you know, a little bit of cash and you play with some stuff that you're interested in mm-hmm. on the sides. You know, there's all sorts of websites out there that you can go to. None of them are sponsoring us, so I'm not going to list yeah. their names. But uh, some of them, uh, one of them, and I won't mention the name, but one of the cell phone carriers mm-hmm. has a deal with one of the small like you know, personal, easy money investments. I, I will say that if you uh, are looking for a website to uh, invest money with, avoid the one that's named after a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, because they are complete trash. Yeah. That is my opinion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So now that we've but, become a financial <laughs> advice podcast, it seems like. But no, it, like, let's circle back to Mandy. She had made most of her money for the year already by December. Oh, yeah. So Easily. if she takes all of that 750 that we're saying that she's made after taxes and she puts that into investments, mm-hmm. she never has to work again. Yeah. Easily. She never has to actually work. So even if she's only making 50 grand where she's shooting pictures, let's just say 15 days out of the month. Mm-hmm. That's 15 days that she can do yeah. whatever she wants. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's all I'm getting at there. Right. Is Mandy probably never has to work again. She's going to continue doing her fan time stuff because she's a model. That's what she wanted to do. She was a model before she was a wrestler. So she's going to go back to modeling. She's still interested in wrestling. So once her 90 days are up, because remember, even though she was the NXT champion, she was, she was a under contract. a main event yeah. or a, a main roster contract. So once her 90 days are up, perhaps we see her in AEW or impact. I'd rather see her go to impact. I think impact would use her better. Yeah. And I think she would fit impacts. Personally, I think yeah. any wrestler, any women's wrestler that gets released from any company needs to go to impact and they just need to forget AEW. AEW exists. 
especially at least now. Yeah, until AEW, Tony, decides to start treating the women's roster the way they should be treated, Tony. Yep. The way they should be treated, Tony. Exactly. So We know you're listening, Tony. You've implemented some of our recommendations. Yeah, that we Tony. That we, had on, we put out there on like a Sunday, and all of a sudden, Wednesday, our, our vision is on TV, and we didn't get our royalty checks. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure that they're lost in the mail. You know, <laughs> look, it's... It's okay. We forgive you, Tony. We'll be all right. But, my use God, the, man. Use the women's division. Come book on, the man. women's division better. And if you can't do it... Let someone else do it. Yes. Let somebody else do it. Give them 15 minutes of your two-hour show every week. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Give them 20 minutes of your two-hour show. And put somebody booking them that loves women's wrestling. That'll make if, sense. If you... If you don't enjoy it, and I'm not saying that that's a necessarily a bad thing. People do not have to enjoy everything that you enjoy. Yeah, it's that's perfectly fine. You you can have an opinion. Yes, but hire somebody to book your women's division. And Jason and I are available. We're, <laughs> we are willing to talk. <laughs> that loves women's wrestling. And that has the excitement and the knowledge and the creativity to take these women who are going out there every week and busting their butts for you mm-hmm. and to make something happen for you. Where's Chris Statlander? Is she injured? She she has been injured. I don't know if she's cleared or not, but she was injured. <laughs> because and and you know, like And maybe and maybe that's the plan. I don't know. But maybe that's the plan with Jade. Jade is going to continue to win until Statlander's clear and Statlander comes back and wins the TBS title, ends the streak, and gets the belt. Maybe that's the plan. And and I feel like Statlander's fall, when she got injured a while back, mm-hmm. about the same time I think that uh, Britt was in, had her knee injured, mm-hmm. that Statlander went yeah. out about that same time as well. When she came back from that, she never picked up the steam that she had. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I think we've pretty much exhausted everything we can this week in wrestling. I know it's a little bit of a short episode, but that's okay. Are are we beating dead horses? I think so. Well, Tony, we're available for consultations. Yeah, just... And we're not going to be overly expensive Our rates are cheap, man. (laughs) We, I'm seriously, as long as you let me work from home, couple, we, we can really talk about the rate here. A couple um, hundred bucks and a good bottle of whiskey and we're ready to rock. Maybe, maybe let us interview a couple wrestlers on the show yeah, every, you know, you know you every know. so often. We're not going to be expensive, <laughs> man. We, we're really not. Uh, <laughs> with all of that said, we do need to shout out, uh, our friends here at McNarb gaming. Uh, thank you, Greg, for allowing us to use the space and, uh, thank you, Cameron. Yeah, for, for being Cameron. Yeah, well, and isn't he technically? Yeah, I think you know, he's technically the owner, or maybe not. Like, that's or, what Gauthier seems to think. Right. Uh, so, yeah, th- thank you to the Spanier family for uh, allowing us to use this space. Um, <laughs> they have all sorts of deals going on right now. Check out all of the games that they have. If you are a tabletop RPG player, they have all of the... Uh, Dungeons and Dragon books that you could ever want. Uh, or 
come check out. Maybe they have some Pathfinder stuff uh, because everybody is running away from D&D and Hasbro's in for a... Even though they apologized. Yeah. Don't know when it's going to change. Well, even though they apologized, but they they lost all of their goodwill. (laughs) But come check them out. They've got all the D&D stuff. They've got board games. They've got some Warhammer stuff over there. If you are interested in gaming or if you are looking to connect with your friends and family with a new hobby, man, come out and, and check out McNarm Gaming because yeah. they're going to have something for you. And while you're in the area, go buy Big Dog Liquor and get yourself a bottle of something. They got pretty much whatever you can think of. Um, and if he doesn't have it in stock, there's a good chance he can order it for you. Um, man, this this 10 cup over here, the the 10 cup 10 year, yeah. is delicious. Yeah, we, get a bottle try, of that. Get a bottle of that. Uh, if you're a wine person, get your wine there. He does wine sales every month. And if you're a wine person, <laughs> he gives discounts if you order cases of the stuff. Yeah. So order yourself a case and go from there. Yeah. Uh, if you're military or old, senior citizens discount. Uh, if you're military and old, you can catch a, a discount during the week. And on Wednesday, you can stack them. Yeah. So... There you go. They get you something to drink. Now that you've listened to what we have to say, and we're a little short, and you're like, what can I do with the rest of the time that I would normally be listening to Whiskey and Wrestling? Check out our friends over at Travelers on the Omnibus. I like that transition. (laughs) They've got a great show. They're a field trip through nerd and pop culture. They've talked about movies. They've talked about music. Uh, They recently reviewed the 1980, I think it's 1988-87 movie Barbarians. Oh, God. Uh, that is just, it is eighties as a, it is eighties AF. It is an eighties D movie. It's not even a B movie. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, they're going to check out all of that stuff. They're the ones that you're going to hear all of the cool stuff going on in the nerd and pop culture community. Give them a listen. Uh, what do they call themselves now? The uh, whiskey and wrestling wolf pack or something. Yeah. yeah, Since Uh, they got off on a wrestling tangent. Um, let's give them a listen when you're done with them. Yeah. Listen to Jody. Who's one of the guys from travelers. He has his own podcast called fearology where he talks about his relationship with horror movies. Yeah. Uh, he's watched, uh, here recently he's done Suspera, uh, both the old one and the new one. Uh, he's also released a bunch of, uh, experimental music that he works on. Cause Jody is a, is a music person. Mm. And that's all on this channel. I believe the term is No, musician. I like my idea better. <laughs> it's a music person. Well, and if you're into movies, television, that kind of stuff, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. They're, uh, they review movies. They review bingeable television enough. shows. They have a YouTube live stream that they do. I believe it is on Thursdays. It could be on Wednesdays. Don't, not really positive off the top of my head. Uh, I'm up here Wednesday nights, so... <laughs> But check them out and give them a listen. They've got a lot of great insight into some of your favorite movies. And maybe movies you've never even heard of that you're going to be like, oh. I need to see that. I I need to check that out. Uh, With all of that said, I think it's time that we're going to pack everything up and we're going to head on home. Yep. So So, cheers. Cheers.